May the force. Force the force. 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 Force the force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your source for everything Star Wars gaming. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin. And as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? Hello. Today is a very special day. Meaning, uh, not if you're listening to the audio version, but you do have another avenue to take part in the Star Wars Uplink podcast. We are actually videoing this episode of the Star Wars Uplink podcast. And if all goes well, we plan to continue doing that for the show as well. Previously on YouTube, we were just posting the show with gameplay in the background. But now you can see our lovely faces as we discuss Star Wars games Video games, <laughs> movies, TV shows, all the things. So, yeah, I, I'm super pumped. This is exciting. It's been something that I've had in the back of my mind. I mean, I mentioned this to you months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, hey, yep. I think this could be cool. What do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we are. We're doing it. We're live. Not live, but we are in a studio. Feels as live as it gets. As live as it gets so far. (laughs) We don't have the equipment necessary Mm -hmm. for the quality that I would have liked to do a live show. Mm -hmm. So we're doing it this way. 4K goodness on my big cinema camera. And I'm excited. But in this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about the leaked gameplay of Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Mm Mm-hmm. We someone leaked forty four minutes of gameplay. It's madness. Forty four minutes. <laughs> so, uh, from what I've heard, actually, this is what we're going to be talking about in the podcast. So <laughs> let's jump right into it. <laughs> Just you reconsider playing that message for him. So what I've heard is the game is starting to go into uh, NDAs for people to start reviewing the game. Uh. Apparently, some naughty, naughty NDA people mm-hmm. have decided to free this gameplay mm-hmm. and uh, show it to the masses. Tut, tut. Slap their wrist. <laughs> now, like... There's always that like dichotomy of feelings that I have mm-hmm. around leaks, rumors, and all that fun stuff. As a consumer, I love it. Give me all <laughs> the details. I don't care. Uh-huh. But like, there are hardworking people mm-hmm. behind all of this. And there is that side of things that you're like, oh, hey, that's kind of disappointing from their perspective. But we're not here to talk about their perspective because we are not developers. <laughs> We are consumers mm-hmm. of this game. We're super excited about it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it does kind of ruin some of the surprise of booting it up for the first time without ever seeing it before. But they have gameplay trailers. They have all that stuff. Uh, I mean, we saw like a 15-minute deep dive into the Hogwarts Legacy game. Yeah. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to see something like that. So yeah. I think it's fine. This looks to be... From what I've gathered, this this does not look to be someone who who actually had the game and played through it. Hmm. This is very scripted. This is very mm-hmm. to the key. You're doing things like they want you to do it. Mm-hmm. So probably from what I would gather, this is a pre-recorded 45-minute segment that they have given to uh, preview writers to start to promote the game Hmm. that would be my theory of it because it's very well planned out it's very by the books playing like if this was a reviewer 
no way would it be this smooth. You wouldn't be like yeah. slowly panning through the gameplay. Yeah, it's true. It felt very much like they knew exactly where they were supposed to go, what mm-hmm. they were supposed to do. Like they weren't even waiting for necessarily like the, the voice cues and stuff. Like they were just they knew where to go and yep. what to hit and what yeah. So Exactly. They aren't exploring anything at all and that's what reviewers are, are doing. They want to get the most uh, exposure to the game mm-hmm. to properly review it and show the best and the worst of the game to see, hey, do you want to play this game? Do you want to buy this game? Here are the good things. Here are the bad things. There wasn't necessarily anything like visually wrong with that game. Right, yeah. I know a lot of people beforehand with this um, with this game, they were like, yo, the frame rates are really weird. What the heck's going on there? It's because it's a Lego game. Mm-hmm. This is the style of cinematics that Lego wants to go forward with. It's that stop motion, so they are missing frames. It's very intentional, but the gameplay itself looks very smooth. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have any indicators of what this was played on. We don't have anything like that. Right. So. But yeah, the person definitely seemed very comfortable with the controls mm-hmm. and with the fighting styles and stuff so exactly it's like okay this is this is very purposeful mm-hmm. or something i don't i don't know i'm not sure but it's definitely not how i or you would play it exactly so. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure yeah it's like wait i'm pretty sure there was like several corridors you missed and you should have gone yeah, down exactly get the coins ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like you didn't didn't really grow up with lego games Mm -mm. that wasn't your jam you're mostly playing pc xbox games and by the time those games really started out like you had older siblings Mm -hmm. that moved on to other games that you were playing with them Mm -hmm. um so that 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 experience is a little bit different for you but we recently hopped in to lego lord of the rings Mm -hmm. that i still think is the best lego game ever we'll see if this game actually steals that title that'll be interesting um but it doesn't. It doesn't seem like there's a what is it that that middle room like where you you go into yeah it the open world yeah, aspect of it. It doesn't feel like there's that um, lobby necessarily, other than mm-hmm. like choosing your. Yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to too. Uh, I I think we're going to have those hub worlds. I think once mm-hmm. you start cl- completing those levels, you're going to uh, open a opportunity to go through and go through those hub worlds because Mm -hmm. we saw gameplay that was like it looked like a hub world of course on it looked like that open world aspect and um dinko uh part of the uplink family here he um he shared a clip in there of like riding in a rancor and uh it's much later i think it's like 35 minute mark on Mm -hmm. that gameplay trailer and um you're riding a Rancor, and it looks to be that an open-world area on Tatooine. Hmm. Oh, so okay. I think once you start completing these things, you're going to be able to go to those hub worlds. Was it a Rancor or a Bantha? It was a Rancor. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Rancor. Hmm. Fun. Um, so that's going to be fun. And then another thing, too, is in the little first section of this gameplay that we saw, you, you see the level selector. Hmm. More than likely, you're going to have a, a menu, you click through start game load game whatever settings all that fun stuff credits and then you open up and maybe this is the way that you start to select maybe you go through in that hub world 
you go to the center console, you click through and you start to select those in that uh, round table. Right. Maybe it's like Dax's Diner or something. Mm -hmm. I would imagine there's something along those lines. And then as they were swiping through, it's really cool. This little, these circles have like the stop motion yeah. scenes of very iconic stuff. Like mm -hmm. there's on uh, Attack of the Clones, it's Obi-Wan fighting Jango. Mm -hmm. And then this huge wave <laughs> of water made out of Lego studs comes yep. over. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. That was so impressive. I was like, oh, like I just, I couldn't. Uh -huh. I like, wanted it to go longer because yeah. it swept over and then they moved away. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to sit there for the first 30 minutes we open the game and just be like watching these things exactly. go over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like there's that aspect of it. But on that like rotation, there was a blank one. Mm -hmm. Yes, I noticed that. So I don't know if that's that a selector like a of a hub world, mm -hmm. if it is maybe because they have confirmed that there are going to be DLC, I believe. I think we're going to get Mandalorian DLC, Ahsoka DLC. Um, I think so. Hmm. I think they have confirmed that they will be having some manner of DLC there. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's just there for when the content is ready, they will add Maybe. it to it. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, that's just speculation, theorizing. Right. It could just be, hey, click like, on this to exit it. Right. It seems like they could just expand it later on. Mm -hmm. And that's just some sort of... Save zone. <laughs> yeah, a place that you unlock later on or once yeah. you get to a certain level or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. Could be interesting. I'm really excited I'm for very it. very fascinated like, by that. That looks so cool. Mm -hmm. Just like the way to, to show the, which movie you're on. Obviously yes, it has the name so of it. so artistic. It is. And like that just shows how much they're embracing mm -hmm. the Lego aspect of it. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Kudos to them for that little thing but even that just shows like oh man this is just going to be all throughout it like you just mm -hmm. know this is going to be full of artistic moments with lego <laughs> exactly and like even the interiors of the tent of four glistening the floor <laughs> made up of lego bricks the walls mm -hmm. are made up of lego bricks the ceilings everything is lego brick mm -hmm. it feels like you are in a lego ship yes like no mm -hmm. questions asked. Yeah, like, like this is all Lego, which like, is, it's it's not something that I would have picked up on because I haven't played through most of the Lego games. But mm -hmm. recalling the little that I have seen, it's like, oh no, that this makes sense. Like that that would be so novel. Like mm -hmm. that, it seems like it's such an obvious thing. Like no, it, everything should be made out of Lego because this is the Lego movie. Yeah, or movie Lego game. Uh huh. But it's it's true. It's not usually how it is. Usually there's like some muted i don't know i think of like the out outer outside world stuff mm -hmm. where they're like yeah i mean like yeah there's ground and uh-huh yeah so that's that it's super cool that they are incorporating that mm -hmm. and um like just looking back at some of the, our, our experiences with uh lego lord of the rings mm -hmm. there there's very little that is actually made of lego right so it stands out a lot mm -hmm. but they're slowly but surely pushing that and they've said they've got like 20 6,000 different custom and unique assets that they're bringing into this game. Crazy. That they, like, the exteriors are actually stuff that they ported in using Lego bricks, mm -hmm. which is just freaking awesome. Yeah. Crazy. Like, I'm I'm so, so pumped about this. I just, I'm just ready for you to play through it so that I can just sit there and look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even worried. I know what the stories are. Uh -huh. Just let me see it i just yeah. want to i'm asleep and then you, you yep i'm just <laughs> you running around it up in your xbox <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> wake up in the middle of the night. It's 3 a.m. You're still looking at different <laughs> experiences in the Lego game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm so excited about this. I'm super pumped. Uh, a couple notes. The voice acting. Mm-hmm. Both of us are like, huh. Yeah. But took us by surprise for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because obviously you can't get Carrie Fisher uh, mm-hmm. to voice <laughs> new lines. But yeah, I I think I think they probably did the best thing for it. Yeah. To just cast someone new. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder too if these are actual voice actors. I think some of them are for yeah. sure. But I think a lot of the background ones are just people that are at Traveler Stells. Because some of them are like, yeah, you're not very seasoned. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like, get you can that. tell, yeah. at least I can, yeah. that, like, okay, hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see here that this person does not have a whole lot of experience. Yep. Yeah. Definitely more of a. It's true. Like, when voice acting is quite a skill, it is. And you can tell when someone is not that great at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Or very confident, maybe yeah. not, not very uh, seasoned. Mm-hmm. They don't have that experience with it. They don't know how to emote very well. Right. I think overall, very good mm-hmm. for not being the people. Yeah. Like there, I don't know if it's James Earl Jones. I highly doubt that it is, but maybe. But there's certain. The the reason I question it is certain phrases mm-hmm. that Vader was saying in there. It was like, hmm. This guy's really close. Yeah. So I think he was definitely someone, like, you have to pay for the big names. But, like, yeah. the rebel guys, mm-hmm. people in the background, I don't think they're necessarily yeah. doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just another stop in uh, <laughs> something that I noticed land. Um, the UI is very, very prominent. Like, mm-hmm. it fills so much of the the screen. Hmm. So I, I hope that it starts... I, I think there are moments of it, too, that were like... It seemed like the UI would pull away as they're going through some of these things. Yeah. So I hope that that is one of those things that they are more aware of. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it's it's a lot. There's a lot going on. They're adding a whole lot of stuff to the it's Lego true. formula. <laughs> Honestly, I was having trouble. I'm like, where is her health bar? Like, because we're going through... Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Is, you're playing as Leia, or they are playing as Leia. So we're watching her go through and stuff. And I'm like... Because usually it's just like the, the little hearts up at the top, right? That go down as yeah. they get shot or whatever. Yeah, so you have the character icon in the upper left-hand corner, and right. then you have their name, and then there's usually hearts. Right, and it wasn't there. I'm like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what's going on? Where where do I look? What am I yeah. supposed to mean? Like what is that? What is that? Uh-huh. Ah! <laughs> so I was yeah, the UI was a little overwhelming for mm-hmm. sure. I didn't think it was too like distracting or Yeah, like, I don't think so. I, but way. it's leaning towards that yeah, for sure. It's getting closer. There's a lot of information they're trying to portray. Mm-hmm. There's the different abilities. They now have combos in the game. The combat mm. looks really solid. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. When she did the whole like the, yeah, the grapple. Yeah, the grapple thing. She punched the guy. I was impressed that they had like I don't know. I just uh, I'm I'm easily impressed. I guess just that <laughs> there was both like how easily it seemed that they could switch from just punching someone to shooting someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did seem very fluid. Did it seem like the punching was more effective than the shooting? It did. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting that that's 
I noticed too the person that was playing through this their um they were aiming towards their feet more than they were their head or their hmm. upper body section oh, like they would specifically like they'd have a perfect shot for their head and then they'd aim down towards the feet interesting so i don't know if that was an intentional thing mm-hmm. like if you do get more xp credits or whatever right or if they were just trying to make the scene last longer or mm-hmm. something yeah but they're taking some hits. Like, yeah, they were. I don't think ever before in like a Lego game, at least the ones that I've played. I haven't played like Incredibles 2 or many of the like the more um, recent ones. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's the case there. But the enemies, like they take some hits. Yeah. It took like five or six times to actually like do some damage and get them, get them down. These were not your typical stormtroopers. No. <laughs> <laughs> the armor was effective. Dang yeah. it. <laughs> And they could aim. They they were hitting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, when you do shoot them, they have like a little bit of a stun animation too. Mm-hmm. So they're adding a lot of fun things to the formula that we know of of, of like Lego games. Yeah. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Which I'm really looking forward to. Like there's so much here. I know. And that was just, I mean, we only watched 10, 15 minutes of, yeah. of the mm-hmm. whole thing. Uh, so there's definitely a lot more to explore yeah and i'm kind of glad we didn't watch the whole thing because mm-hmm. i want to save it yeah and that, that's the it. thing too um <laughs> before we started recording here uh <laughs> i was like i'm really torn i want to watch the whole thing mm-hmm. but i also don't want to so i can have that experience of like i'm playing through it yeah because they do hop to some of the different games or the different uh eras as well mm-hmm. so like i'm fine with the new hope that's my favorite movie in the series. Yeah. I know it back to front. I can quote pretty much the entire movie. Yeah. Like, so I was fine with seeing that. And mm-hmm. I'm really glad that they started with that. Um, and as well as like a couple months ago, I started playing through the Lego Star Wars 2 game, yeah. which is the original trilogy. Yeah. The first one was the the prequels, which I, I still want to find how to play that game because I can't find it. Like, you can't like download what? it. You have to. Oh. It's not on backwards compatibility that I am aware of. Hmm. If it is, let me know. I would love to to find out. Um, maybe I just get it for GameCube because <laughs> I do have the GameCube or Xbox. We have the original Xbox and it came out for yeah. that too. Yeah. So just depending on what, which one's cheaper maybe. Yeah. Because like freaking GameCube games are so expensive. <laughs> I got given a... A friend of mine's old GameCube. He was cleaning out his uh, house, and he's like, "Hey, I know, I know you like this. I've got like, I've got a box of stuff. I, I need to put them up here. Uh, I've got a box of stuff that I really think you're gonna love. Tons of 1995 Star Wars figurines that we're great gonna year. put in the background. It's it a great year. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna this top shelf is gonna be all um, old 1995 Lego Star Wars figurines, but also in that box was a GameCube, and like my <laughs> mind was blown because like. He was stu- so excited. <laughs> stupidly, in like 2011, 2012, we sold our original GameCube that we had since it came out. How dare you? In a garage sale. I'm so mad. <laughs> I think we sold it for like 30 bucks too. Wow. Like, so dis- if, I, if there was like only one moment that I could go back in time to change, I would go back to that moment and slap my... I would, I would purchase it from myself. <laughs> <laughs> We had the purple one. Oh it was great. Yeah. It probably was you from the future buying. That. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty seventy seven. Oh my goodness! Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> time travel has uh, been created, mm-hmm. and I go back in time. I only have one pass because it's so expensive. <laughs> uh, go back to that one moment. You bring 30 bucks with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any other things that, like, you as someone who didn't really play those games growing up that you noticed? Um, well, it's funny that you mentioned, like, the whole, like, you were glad to see the first um, New Hope. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like, like, yeah, we've seen this before. Yeah. So it's nice to see it in a new way. Mm-hmm. I The other thing, I think the, the really only thing that stands out to me um well, first of all, I'm always surprised with the depth of the story that they end up like <laughs> leeching out of these yeah, things. Yeah, because they need it to last an entire level. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, wow, look at all the stuff that they're adding to this uh-huh. to be able to stretch <laughs> it out. I'm always and it always throws me off for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. This isn't it just how it does. goes. Yeah. So I always Hang have to fight on. that too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I would say just the whole, like the new mechanisms, because usually like they're mm-hmm. like those packs that you find and stuff. The mini kits. Yeah, the mini kits. And I guess it's 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 different in that way. Like it, that's not mm, the traditional, at least from what I've experienced of the Lego games. It's like, oh no, they're doing something very different here with, I don't know, grappling hooks, being able to pull mm-hmm. things and yeah. Uh, they're definitely expanding that like that back catalog. Mm-hmm. They're bringing it forward. They're adding yeah. some new things and flavor and spice to it. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's because the the person wasn't <laughs> excited or like really trying to get the the bits. Is that what are they called? The studs. The studs. Yeah, the studs. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like there isn't as much of an emphasis on the studs mm-hmm. this time. So, like for all of you listening or watching, um, when we played Lego Lord of the Rings, <laughs> yeah. Let's clarify. <laughs> like, there were moments where I'd be like, Sydney! Get the studs! <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, there was so, there's so much stress around getting the uh-huh. studs. Yeah. Or <laughs> even, like, it, when we're in the what open is it world. called when you get the whole... It's, uh, in Star Wars, it's true Jedi. Oh. You're always trying to get to that true Jedi yeah. moment. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and we're in Good we're in the me. hub world where you're going through Middle Earth and you're not in like a level. Sydney's over there like beating all the bushes <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, because I gotta beat you with the studs. Uh-uh. <laughs> I must have the most studs. Uh-huh. That's always like the that's always the competition too. Is like who has the most studs after the game ends. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a fun thing, and I mm-hmm. think that's really cool to see them take that even further mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to see the replayability because mm-hmm. yeah like we did see one moment there where they ha- had the opportunity to build something on the left or yeah. build something on the right left it seemed like a bomb to explode the door and mm-hmm. right it was the way to like douse the water yeah so i think that's something that they're bringing forward that mm-hmm. idea of a lego game as well mm-hmm. oh i didn't catch that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and that's something they introduced i think in lego the force awakens mm-hmm is uh, you can get to these hubs to build things and you have selections like you could you have this array of materials and you have a choice between do I want to make this big weapon do I want to make this cart do I want to do this thing to mm. like what are the things that I want to build to properly go through this level in the way that I want to right so even giving you a little bit more of that choice <sighs> I don't like choices Just let me <laughs> Just give me the thing I need to do <laughs> So many games now are like 
find your own way and I don't want to find my own yeah just give me a game that I can just go Uh I just want to go I mean we've talked about this before I'm a little bit burned out on like open world games Mm -hmm. a little bit because I I do like sometimes I just don't want to make those decisions I'm making decisions every day about like design and all of like video editing like when I get home in the morning yeah like I usually figure that out beforehand. Oh, yeah. well, good for you. Are you still making that the <laughs> night before? Exactly. Like, so I want I want you to guide me through a story that's hand selected mm-hmm. that I can enjoy. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I do want that open world, but but mostly just to run through and mm-hmm. mess around. Yeah, exactly. Not actually follow the story. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But with that, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. We're gonna come back and talk about some news around a new Star Wars movie. What? This podcast is a production of Uplink Media Group. Uplink is a podcast network dedicated to highlighting the love and experience of gaming and pop culture. Check out our other shows, The Battlefield Show, Star Wars Uplink, and The Forge, the Halo Infinite podcast, as well as our YouTube channels for even deeper dives into Battlefield, Star Wars, and more. YouTube.com slash Uplink podcast and StarWarsUplink.com. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn. What you have learned. Okay. So, like, the other day, yesterday night, that mm-hmm. seems so wild. That that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're out walking. We had just finished celebrating St. Patrick's Day with some Reuben sandwiches, mm-hmm. homemade corned beef, so and good. homemade Thousand Island dressing. So good. Homemade potato wedges. Homemade like, everything. Pretty much. I didn't make the bread or the sauerkraut, but I'd made everything else. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we, we took a break. We were walking, and uh, my brother and my cousin pull up because we live next door to each other. And uh, he's like, "Hey, did you hear the news about the Lost guy making a Star Wars movie?" It's like, "No, what are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, "J.J. Abrams, he already made one, and they <laughs> sucked." <laughs> oh no. Uh huh. But Damon Lindelof who was uh, one of the co-creators and producers on Lost, um, also creator of the Watchmen TV show that came out in 2019. Uh, according to this gentleman's sources, we're getting a, a new Star Wars movie from this guy. How do you feel about that? I'm torn. Mm-hmm. I'm torn. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Star Wars world, there's one thing... I mean, there's two challenges. One, announcing the Star Wars film or Star Wars thing that seems way easier than it should be. Hmm. And then there's the actual challenge of it actually coming out. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So every time I see a Star Wars announcement, I expect it never to come out. Mm -hmm. And I'm usually better off for that mentally. Yep, yep. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely came out as a shock being like, what? Like, it feels Mm -hmm. like we just got the last trilogy thing and now they're talking about another movie like mm-hmm. I, i'm confused and I, I have no idea what it would be about yeah and like they've announced that taika watiti is going to have a star wars movie they announced that a couple years ago oh, okay they announced that ryan johnson's gonna have an entire trilogy what? which i'd be super happy for we haven't heard anything else for that mm-hmm. we've heard that the um the co-creators of or directors People involved in um, Game of Thrones, the show, the showrunners for that are working on a Star Wars movie or trilogy. 
So like they've thrown around so many different things <laughs> oh, and brother. announcements in regards to a possible Star Wars. So how do we thing. know what is true? Exactly. Ugh. Or when they're ever going to come out? Because yeah. that's the other thing too. Is like there's one thing to announce it. Mm-hmm. There's another thing to release it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole other thing of the timeline of it. When is it actually going to come out? Is right. it going to be a TV show? Is it going to be a movie? Yep. I expect we're going to see those broader, more explosive, bombastic shows of mm-hmm. like effects and these really huge storylines in the movies, which I wish they wouldn't do because mm-hmm. they're they're corrupting the TV shows with that already. Mm-hmm. I, I I really want those like standalone movies those mm-hmm. features that are like okay here's a beginning middle and an end it doesn't have to tie into anything really it may be set on this time frame that the other movies are in it may involve the outskirts of certain characters but like what i love most about rogue one is we had these new characters yes we had mm-hmm. some of those cameos we had like we had um leia we had tarkin but it was mostly focused on rogue one mm-hmm and these new characters and um Krennic. like those were like that that was the whole thing like it is moving forward the story of this is how the death star plans were made right but it didn't have like that huge tie into oh we have to have luke in here and we have to have yeah. ahsoka in here and yeah. we have to have this that and oh blah blah, blah. like everything's got to tie in together it's got to mm-hmm. be this huge thing and like Book of Boba Fett failed miserably because it wasn't a Boba Fett show. Exactly. It was everything else because they really want this. It, like because they want to feel like Star Wars, and it's not Star Wars without some big character or something. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. But like some of the best books, I'm thinking like Lost Stars by Claudia Gray. Um, it's a like a standalone teen romance book. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves it. Yeah, Corey. Um, over at Utini, friend of the podcast, like that, I think that's his favorite of the Star Wars books. Hmm. Wow, and it's a lot of other people's favorites as well. Yeah, I know they just uh, something about Disney having these. Things. And maybe it's not Disney. Maybe it's just I don't know. I think it's just Hollywood in general. Yeah, you can make that generalization yeah, for sure. It just seems like they're. They're very narrow-minded right now mm-hmm. as far as what Star Wars should be. Yeah. Um, we were talking with, because obviously the, the conversation with the cousin did not end with, uh-huh. hey, did you hear about this rumor? Uh, <laughs> and they walk away. <laughs> yeah. No. Bye. No, it did not end there. We we were talking about how um, it, someone was trying to make a Star Wars film i think that was darker no it was kenobi oh it was kenobi oh my gosh yeah so yeah so kenobi was supposed to be darker Uh uh-huh but then they came in and were like no yo 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 calm it down like (laughs) that's my (sighs) kathleen kennedy impression oh okay (laughs) because that she like some of the early drafts of the story and all of that stuff were very depressing Hmm. and like I want to feel mm-hmm. depressed from this show because that's where the galaxy is. Yeah. Like, this is not a good time right. for the galaxy. Like, it's yeah. not good. I don't care what your expectations of what, oh, Star Wars should be happy. Like, then don't make a Kenobi show after Order 66. Because it's not going to be happy. he's alone and everyone <laughs> died mm-hmm. and they're being hunted. His religion so. that he brought, was brought up an entire life uh-huh. is gone. <laughs> 
so please don't make this a happy show. Like, yeah. And I wish I just I want to see that. Like, I want to see people being able to have this artistic and creative mm-hmm. freedom. Yeah. So it's discouraging when I hear stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it makes me very concerned about any other rumors about other people <laughs> having these things. It's interesting though with this guy though, because he's done the Watchmen. Yep, Watchmen, uh, Lost. I mean Yeah. And we, those we, are what's hilarious yeah. too is we've been rewatching Lost. We're on season three. That's <laughs> <laughs> my first go through. So it is, yeah. And this not is, a rewatch for me. Yeah. That's why yeah. We're watching it because exactly. I haven't watched it. This is probably like my seventh time watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those are all pretty mm-hmm. heavy. They are. And they're very grounded. Mm-hmm. They're very character based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on an island, but like the, the intricacies of the relationships the between these people. The is a character and yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All of the mystery around mm-hmm. it. I mean, Watchmen is uh, hugely renowned. Same. Like, I've only seen a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. I saw like the first two. So. Yeah, I mean, but the, like the Watchmen, just the source material yeah, itself, and then true. to be able to adapt that into a TV show mm-hmm. and have these very grounded experiences and stories that are told through these superheroes, and like, it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think he is the person that could bring that. Yeah, but again, too, like historically, Gareth Edwards, who did Rogue One, had some creative differences, and I. I think, too, like he was almost about to step away from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at um, Solo Star Wars Story was originally directed by Lord and Miller, who did 21 Jump Street, the Lego movie. Uh, they were originally going to direct that. Oh, wow. Then there was uh, Colin Trevorrow, who was going to do Episode Nine Star Wars, and he got axed. So, like... Just because you say you're going to do a Star Wars movie doesn't mean you're going to make it all the way through. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars changes you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's like Gandalf. I can't prom- I, I, I can promise this. You won't be the same Hobbit you were when you started yeah. this journey. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You will not come back the same. But yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. And um, in in the article, this is, comes from the Ankler. Uh they say I would certainly in an interview he said I would certainly never say no in regards to if he would be interested in a Star Wars show uh, in a response to our direction or interview after directing Tomorrowland um, or being involved in that he says whether Tomorrowland succeeds or fails I'm committed to a space of trying to make something more original one that doesn't come with the intense focus of uh, Lindelof don't F this up <laughs> to uh, if it's an original piece, he screwed up his own thing. I screwed up my own thing, which I've also been accused of, mind you. But it wouldn't immediately, it wouldn't be imme- immensely distracting uh, to the fans for my name to be involved in the franchise at this stage. Hmm. So that's good. Like he said, yeah, I wouldn't. I would never say no. Uh, I do want to offer something original. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that it is something that, if it is crappy, it's something that. It's because of me and the decisions I made right. versus the actual overarching themes or something like, like, like that. He's not he's not looking to ruin Star Wars for everyone. He's mm-hmm. just looking to make something new. Yeah. That if Which we don't is what like we it. Need. Yeah, it is. We need a fresh take on mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, because it's getting stale. Mm-hmm. Like whether you love it or hate it, the Fantastic Beast series is definitely doing something new for the franchise. Mm-hmm. I I love the first movie. I really enjoy some of the moments and some of the aspects of the second one. Yeah. Um, 
it is like all over the place. Yeah. But I'm super pumped for the like the third one. Mm-hmm. And they're doing something different, yeah. which is always cool. Like I have no idea what they're going to be doing next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like with anything Star Wars, it's like, oh, they're going to have to have this character moment. They're going to have to have this, this and this. Yep. What big name are they throwing in mm-hmm. this time? What Clone Wars character are they going to bring in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to bring makeup. Palpatine back again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not again. Somehow he returned. <laughs> uh, oh but yeah. Gosh. I, I'm pretty sure I would just throw my hands up if they came a third oh, time. I would quit Be Star like, Wars. Just stop. Just no. It's done. <laughs> it's clearly too old now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've run out of any motivation to have new ideas or tell new stories if you bring back Palpatine again. Yeah. Just beyond beating a dead horse. Uh, you were already out there. Mm-hmm. And out of new stories when he brought him back the first time mm-hmm. but yeah but i'm i'm excited i'm yeah. always interested to see new different faces in star wars mm-hmm. and hopefully they are dedicated to having those new original stories and telling those uh i want some more personal stuff with star wars mm-hmm. like those very character driven stuff yeah and characters that we care about because that's something that like rogue one Jyn Erso like didn't have a whole lot of flavor to her mm-hmm but always the surrounding characters that added so much to that story. Trid Mway, a K, a K2SO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think there's a lot there. But I think with that, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. We greatly appreciate your support. And if you're lis- uh, listening to this podcast, we greatly appreciate you listening to it. And if you're watching it, thank you so much for joining us and uh, checking out the podcast uh, for our little discussion on Star Wars video games, movies, TV shows, all the things, galaxy far, far away. And we'll see you next time. Make sure if you did enjoy this podcast to leave a review, greatly appreciate it. Helps us out a ton. Follow us on Twitter at Star Wars Uplink. And as always, may the force be with you.